Hello, welcome here. Um, my name is Pia Laurens. I am, yeah, I'm not super well prepared, I must say. I live in Brussels. Um, I was asked to do this performance two weeks ago. I didn't have so much time to prepare, so I'm actually quite unprepared. I'm sitting here with to my left a cup of coffee and to my right a couple of scripts I would like to revisit with you. My cat is sleeping nearby. She was lost last night and I almost died of worry. She was in a garden and she fell over our back wall, which is maybe two and a half meters on our side, but like six meters on the other side. I followed her meow, took a ladder and looked over the wall. The neighboring garden was devoid of all plants other than grass, like a grass swimming pool. And she was sitting there, looking up very far away. I knotted uh, three sheets together and she tried to climb them, but she didn't make it because it was moving too much. I did some research on who the garden should belong to. I walked around, but the blinds were down and the house looked dark. A young man passed by and knocked the blinds, um, which apparently meant he knew the people who lived there, but he tried to deny it. When he saw my desperate flyers, he caved. The door opened. I went to get the cat basket, but when I returned, they said that they didn't see the cat. She wasn't in their garden. So I went next door, where a very old, very rheumatic lady guided me to the back of the house, which was full of plants hibernating inside. On the way there, she tripped over the trash in the hallway and fell, but she was fine. After a suspenseful long time of talking and opening the blinds, everything was stuck, but she kept pulling her 88-year-old little body weight to open the door. The door to the garden finally opened, but her garden was beautiful, with figs and roses. No swimming pool of grass, even in the dark. When I returned to the neighbors, the whole house was full with stuff, with shit, basically. The garden looked very different from this side, and Sherry was nowhere to be found. There was, however, another cat, a very different, big, tabby cat, which somehow felt like a fake or a decoy. I suddenly felt unsure. Was she really here? Where could she hide? Maybe I was mistaken? 
Next to me is my notebook, uh, listing some interesting subjects to discuss, like one, coughing, two, research, embedded, three, caves, four, layers and layers, of what, where time goes slow. I am, yeah, I'm not super well prepared, I must say. I live in Brussels. Um, I was asked to do this performance two weeks ago. I didn't have so much time to prepare, so I'm actually quite unprepared. I'm at the moment interested in improvisation. Yeah. I'm basically just quite tired. I'm here. I have a glass of water, which is nice because I'm also thirsty. So I guess I'm lucky, you could say. I just watched Doctor Who, and I hope some of the British will kind of rub off on me, so it will improve the way I pronounce stuff, uh, the way I build my sentences, perhaps. So these are some conditions that I'm working with. I start on the balcony ledge. Hellos, Mark, Karen, Jennifer, Lilia, Mom, Dad, Eva, Feike, Vladimir, hello, Lois. I'll start uh, with a note about what I'm working on. I'm working on a text, which I've written two months ago, Soft for the Institution, which describes the apparatus of my practice. This is complicated. My practice is based on the performances of text, in the sense of the text or script, having performativity of itself and me performing it, so the writing and doing at the same time. This writing and doing at the same time creates a synchronicity, which creates an uncanny feeling or a vertigo. It's not clear whether I'm speaking or whether the script is speaking. I'm not sure either. It is very important, however, that this takes place on the moment of performance itself. This makes the written text to be vital, but something that takes hold only momentarily, after which to be discarded. Of course it can recur, as an anecdote or memory, more or less detailed and precise or changed over time, but never again in the moment itself. Thank you for coming and joining me and my practice. I don't usually perform at home. Usually I work in the context of an exhibition or even an exhibition space. Sorry, I'm very nervous. I live here, I used to, and I will. The house of the chameleon, I was calling it in my head. That's an interesting concept, don't you think? What does the house of the chameleon look like? The chameleon can decide how to define itself. There is a circle. But with all these subconscious influences going on, you could ask yourself whether the chameleon, in fact, has any voice left on the matter. It's so used to being green all the time that it didn't stand a chance. Last night, Deborah told me there was a pocket. She said there was a pocket. I don't know if the pocket is inside the body or outside of the body. I don't remember. She was speaking about layers and layers of something. Of what? Of stone and minerals, I think. 
and about caves, and she said there was another time there. She also said that the skin was on fire. We moved the recording of this text because I've been bothered by this cough for the last couple of weeks. Sometimes I have a problem with my lungs. There's some water there and I don't know how to get it out, but I can feel the air passing the irritated caverns inside. Lastly, I have an ear infection, which I almost always have. Last night I wept while lying down and the tears poured into my ears. I hoped it would be a cure, but it wasn't. So these are just some conditions that I'm working with. So right now, I'm not the unreliable narrator that you know me as, but I am reliable Pia Laurens, the researcher. It's no coincidence that I'm currently trying to write a text in terms of fixation and reliability. I want to write a text that both explains and destabilizes. Is text a metaphor for history, Adriana? Adriana, who is I? Am I finally producing documentation? In many ways, this is what I've been doing over the last 10 years, but I always had one foot in the context, the world outside of the text, like the world of my body, which is exactly what destabilizes the text. The presence of a body while writing is somehow uncanny as a reader, just like the idea of my fingers touching this keyboard my ass pressing into this not very ergonomically responsible chair, fake leather. I'm dyeing my hair and I smell the paint. I'm trying to sit very still as not to make any weird sounds. There is an elastic band pressing into my forehead, don't ask me why. My fingers are typing the words, not exactly effortlessly, but not hesitantly either. I'm not speaking, but these words aren't, like, crafted for eternity, either. The weirdness of the fact that I'm talking to you and not. I don't know who you are. The fact that I may be standing in front of you reciting these words. Hi, Mom, Dad. I'm getting lyrical here. But perhaps it's just you, Kate, reading this. I'm sorry for pulling you in. This is what my friends who I'm exhibiting with dubbed non-consensual collaboration. Hello, friends. I'm sorry that you have to be the person to encounter my always painful making-writing process, but I'm very grateful that you want to help as a reader. It's wonderful to have an in-between audience. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to meeting you all. I think it will be really... I think it's really fun here. I mean, it is a nice space. It's super big and I feel powerful here. I guess I'm on the stage, so yeah. So there are these conditions, but I don't know how how they really inform how do they like what am I making right now the mm, kind of monster that you build the kind of machine you put stuff in and stuff comes out so these yeah so these so yeah so these so this space where I'm in right now 
yeah, it's it's weird. It's maybe this is it. When you're not prepared, you're not rehearsed, and you say things that you don't want to say. It's so difficult to keep the energy when you guys are not here. Where are you? I would love talking to you. But you're not here. It makes me so low. Hmm. How to get up? So there's also fun things. It's not all bad. I'm a bit tired. I had to work today. I was surf surveying. I guess like moderating or paying attention in exams for uns. How do you call it? schools for special underwrite, so for kids with disabilities somehow, so with learning disability or physical disabilities, but also mental disabilities or autism, for example, I had to pay attention during the exams. My job is to give an introduction on where you are right now, the nature of this event and the things that bring us together here now. She picks up a handout of the event. The event is called Folds, a reparative reading of the event, with Folds being the name of the series and reparative reading of the event the name of the event. The Fold is the name of a very difficult-to-read book by Gilles Deleuze, with a very pretty cover that always makes me think of my friend Sven. Subtitle Leibniz and the Baroque. The experience of the Baroque entails that of the fold. Leibniz is the first great philosopher and mathematician of the pleat, of curves and twisting surfaces. He rethinks the phenomenon point of view, of perspective. Included in the category of things folded are draperies, tresses, tessellated fabrics, ornate costumes, dermal surfaces of the body that unfold in the embryo and crease themselves after death, novels that invaginate their narratives or develop infinite possibilities of serial form, philosophies that resolve Cartesian distinctions of mind and body through physical means grasped as foldings, styles and iconographies of painting, that hide shapely figures in ruffles and billows of fabric, or that lead the eye to confuse different orders of space and surface. I should also tell you something about reparative reading. The term comes from Eve Kosowski Sedgwick and is most well known from her essay, You're so paranoid, you probably think this essay is about you. Sedgwick proposes reparative reading as an alternative to paranoid reading, which is very dominant in the humanities. Paranoid reading is a deconstruction, a suspicious reader, ready to catch the mistakes, prevent further harm from happening, outsmart everyone. Sedgwick writes in the field of queer studies, and queer people have every reason to be suspicious. She says, however, that paranoia is a limited form of knowledge. It knows some things well and others poorly. She has a nice list. Paranoia is anticipatory. It's reflexive and mimetic. It's a strong theory. It's a theory of negative effects. 
and it places its faith in exposure. As an alternative and addition to paranoia, Sedgwick proposes reparative reading. To assemble part objects into something like a whole, though I would emphasize not necessarily like any pre-existing whole. She walks to the table and puts down her bag. I work as an embedded artistic researcher at West. And with work, I mean to say that I'm employed. I am under employment. In my work, I use many of these techniques that may cause you to see double. I use overlay storylines, for example, in which there is another possibility that might have happened. An artwork right here that I might have made. Also, the combination of acting and confession may cause you to see double, where the acting of a script makes me artificial, but the element of confession might cause you to see double, where the acting of a script makes me artificial, but the element of confession brings it back to actually just me. You see how these are all related to the script. There is also Frankenstein, which is a collage body, a stitched body from separate elements coming or not to live together. Jennifer, I got very excited about the stepping stone process of making that sharing the writing process of a script provides. The work is not only being made right now, but it was already made while I was walking in the park. Already when I was making something else, I was also making this. And it only ends when you want to sell it. Many small gestures of speaking together making one large gesture. The other way around. I write here, you write here, the world writes here. This is not a matter of hierarchy or skills or levels. Every time I write something, it falls back into the text. The performance has its effect backwards in time. Karen writes about this folding. Kate rewrites this text as we speak. So I have all these different texts, emails and versions. That was another title for this thing, aversion and subtracted stability. Hello, Jennifer. So you gave me a finger of space for the deadline and I took the whole hand as expected. I have managed to write some things. Hectoliter. Pointy, purple, dominate, be clumsy, collaborate, get distant, grow up, move out, get a job, get a uniform. It's empty here, or just wider spaced, less people. Can we move on to the party already? Dragging a group along. Will my performance be as fun as the others? My parents and Lilia are meeting. Hello, everyone. There are many other things I could be saying. Yesterday, I started writing during a walk in the park. If I could be any phenomenon, I would want to be the dachshund passing underneath this wood picket fence, which is being lifted slightly, perhaps symbolically, by the woman in the lime green padded raincoat in front of me, I wrote. I could be happy, I thought. Perhaps this is something I can put in a text. 
sad to realize I will never be part of any phenomenon that doesn't include myself. So, yeah, so... Pff. How do I get myself up? Here, so maybe I should make my imagination much stronger because my imagination is really lacking at the moment. I'm in a space with you guys. Yeah, I'm here. Anticipation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, 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 go. Conversation. Anticipation. Yeah. So I only recently heard about Matt Mollican, who... So he does these amazing performances with about that person. So he is another person. He becomes hypnotized. And then he does all kinds of shit that's not him, of course, because he's hypnotized. So he's like completely out of it. He's like completely... So his gallerists and friends and colleagues told him to stop because it's really embarrassing, because he really... He shouts as his audience and then he gets super mean and really inappropriate and like shitting on stage, really going for it. It's so interesting. I mean, he's just not there and he is there. So these are performances by that person. He calls it that person. And that person also makes drawings and yeah. So in a way, I guess I'm also now a bit that person. Although that bridge might be a bit too obvious. Now, really, glossolalia. But hey, that's how the brain works. Because I'm not here, you know, I'm not here. Like, stuff changed, you know, apparently. I mean, I'm not the person who is telling this now anymore. I've changed. I don't even understand in what way. I practice which Irit Rogov calls looking away. Katinka, we spoke about it in the car yesterday. She writes about her visit to this uh, big retrospective exhibition of Jackson Pollock. Troubled by the masculine hero trip, which is connected to abstract expressionism, she invites a friend to come with her. The friend, an art historian, is an expert on the subject of Jackson Pollock's work, and she hopes that his company will help her be open to the complexities of his oeuvre and autobiography. While walking around in the exhibition, Rogoff and her friend are distracted by an actress they recognize from the TV series ER. She is even more beautiful in reality, she writes. And, being fans of the series... They spend the rest of the exhibition visit talking about episodes and storylines of ER. What will happen when I become truly embedded? You know what? I've gotten more and more interested in artistic subjectivities and the subject-object divide in art. I'm writing, being read, and being written simultaneously. I want to get sense of how the artist is making becoming and how the artwork is making becoming and how the artist is being made in interaction with institutions like art and how the artwork is made in entangled state with the artist. And regarding this whole mess, 
what constitutes making. I'm looking forward to talking to you about it. Best, Pia. Yeah.